forget everything you've ever heard about dieting. What if you can eat the foods you love and find a way to get fit that was actually enjoyable? Welcome to Have It All with Devin Alexander. The chef from TV's Biggest Loser has lost 70 pounds and kept it off for over 30 years. She has also helped others to stop yo-yo dieting and actually transformed their lives. Now, here's your host, Devin Alexander. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am super pumped for today's show because I have one of my favorite people, even though I don't know her very well, but she honestly was integral in my year. Um, which is kind of crazy. Her name is Carrie Tepidino, and she went from struggler, like she literally had an eating disorder, to flipping that for herself, and then like creating this whole empire around helping other people. And for me, it was so weird because we connected randomly through a friend, and in the first call, I'm literally sitting on a plane, yeah. and I'm about to take off, And somehow it comes up that she's a single mom and she made it happen on her own and that I was thinking of doing that. And she literally jumped into coach mode and like convinced me in a single (laughs) call that my life would actually be better and it wouldn't take away from my business. And it was this whole like, whoa, who is this person experience? And then she was, she graciously invited me to be a part of an awesome seminar she does every year um, online, which we'll talk about more later. Um, but, but she literally is one of the people, like there were like five or six people who were like the angels that came into my life to make Jelly Bean happen. So I'm going to do my normal Jelly Bean update because I have really exciting news on that. Um, and then we're going to jump into Carrie and I don't want to waste much time because you're going to love her. Um, but basically, so Jelly Bean, um, I, I think everybody knows that a few weeks ago, actually maybe over a month ago now, when I went to court, I was really taken aback because her attorney was very um, cold with me and like literally said to me, she's not up for adoption. And to that point, like there was nobody for her. Like I was the only one at the hearing and it it just kind of jarred me because I'm like, wait, this girl has no one. She was abandoned, you know, and it doesn't look like they're going to have everyone. They let me name her. You're not usually allowed to do that with foster children, but the mom like left with no name. And, and so I was all like, I'm probably going to get to keep her, but I understand that, you know, anything could happen. And so for this woman, who's her attorney to like be so cold and so jarring when like, I'm like, um, excuse me, I'm the only person right now that she has. Like, I would have thought that she would want to be like, you know what, just remember that we're still searching and it's not a done deal yet, but we're so happy that you're like loving her and clearly bonding with her. Um, but again, that's not what happened. And it really like everybody saw that video and thank you for your support on that. Well, so then that attorney last week um, reached out and uh, or someone from her office reached out and said that they wanted to come for a home visit. And I'm like, OK, like I have nothing to hide. I'm blessed with a beautiful home by the beach. I mean, Jelly Bean has so much clothing <laughs> because of friends who gifted. Um, and then we also have this great secondhand store that you can get dollar clothing, literally, that are like, you know, all these rich women near where I live, like don't even have the kids wear the clothes and you can get like a cute dress for a dollar. It's crazy. So she just has more clothing than she could want. She has everything she needs. So I'm like, sure, come to my house. I dare you to pretend, you know, she's 
not being well taken care of. So the woman comes and I'm like ready for her to be not friendly, but she was so friendly. And then she was asking me all these questions like, you're sure you want to adopt her? She looks great. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And she's like, have you gotten an adoption worker yet? And I was like, no, I thought that wasn't going to happen until parental rights are terminated. And she's like, oh, it might. And then she's like acting like, oh, she's like, they're not going to find anybody. And she's like, and even if someone did at this point, it would just delay it a little bit. But she'll probably be yours by the end of summer. And I'm like freaking out internally going, no way, this is great. So, but I didn't even, you know take it very seriously, whatever. So then she said I might get an adoption worker like a month before. So then two days ago, I, Monday morning, I get this call. And every time I see it's a number from the county, like I get a little scared, like this could be a call that, oh, we think we found somebody, whatever. I mean, they're not going to knock on my door and take her away that day. But so I get this call and the woman's like, hi, we wanted to talk permanence. And I was like, wait, what? And like, I seriously don't think she knew how to to take me. Like, I literally, she was like, you know, have you thought about whether you want to keep her? I'm like, are you kidding? She's the perfect child. I want to keep her. And I literally was like that. And I just was like, no way. And she's like, do you have questions? And I'm like, how quickly? And um, literally with every ounce of my being, and she's like, okay, okay, calm down. (laughs) So they're clear that I want her. (laughs) And um, yeah, so this woman said that she's submitting paperwork. And I know that like one of the mental health workers who came had already put on a court document that I'm the optimal parent for her um, or like she's in the optimal situation. And again, I mean, like this child is well taken care of and it's obvious. So so I'm just so over the moon. Like it just completely made my week. Um, I'm so excited. So um, on that note, I just wanted everyone to know that it's getting closer. It's still not done, but it, she could be mine. Like, I think maybe as early as mid-July, but definitely by my birthday at the end of August. So, yay! Yay! Yeah. See, this is Carrie and her encouraging. <laughs> and on that note, let's bring her in. Carrie Tepadino is an internationally recognized holistic health practitioner, certified counselor of nutrition, and craniosacral therapist. I bet a lot of people don't know what that is, so we'll talk about that. She is also the founder and host of the widely acclaimed Global Health Summit, bringing together world-renowned masters of health and mindset, causing transformation in thousands worldwide. Having grown a successful private practice in Southern California, she's expanded her work to a global market through media writing, speaking products, books, private and group coaching, and making me feel awesome. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Carrie's personal experience of recovering from an eating disorder and low self-esteem led her to master holistic living and create a peaceful mindset, which she now helps others master. Her unique approach of shattering the toxic conversation in one's head has resulted in her clients breaking addictions, losing weight, increasing energy, and relieving stress so they can finally have the life and health they deserve. Carrie speaks often on live and virtual stages and has been interviewed on NBC, keynoted SDSU, taught at Whole Foods, and written for the Huffington Post and more. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And it's so funny, Devin, because I remember (laughs) that call and you were on the airplane and you were like on the tarmac waiting to take Uh off. I can't believe you took the call. And it was, um, it went from, hey, we should do something in business together. So-and-so connected us to, okay, yes, you can be a single parent and you've got this. And if this is something you desire, you've got to go for it. And 
And um, I, I remember that call. I mean, it was really beautiful to see you move through, you know, what every first parent, whether it's adoption or not, every first parent goes through those fears of, am I capable? Is this going to happen? Um, you know, we all go through that. So, um, and as you know, my story, I went to a fertility clinic on my own. I'm now engaged about to get married. So my boy now has a daddy, which is awesome. But, um, you know, if, 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 if you have for all of our friends on this, on this show with us right now, if you have any desire that is like strumming and burning your heart, (laughs) you've got to just figure it out. You've got to just figure it out. And there's always a way. There's always a way. Well, and that's, so I'm really glad you said that because I was going to say like, even if you're not struggling with weight on this one, this show, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about our eating struggles, but it's so not about that with Carrie. And it's funny because, you know, she's the first person whose expertise like seriously overlaps with mine. Like we're both weight loss coaches, but I'm not kidding. Like Carrie in this one call, like literally was like, you have to get a child. You have to. And it was just so funny that I'm like, who is this person? Like she's coaching harder than I am. And, <laughs> and, but in such a lovely, like, I don't even mean it in a, you know, like she wasn't ever bad. Like people sometimes are like, you should, and you're, they're telling you what to do. She wasn't, she was just like telling me the 400 reasons why my life will be better when I <laughs> put in my heart. And like, it was just the coolest thing in the whole world. So I'm, yeah. I'm to start this conversation. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know what we call that in our, in our tribe, because oh, I work with women worldwide and um, as you know, our programs are virtual. And so what we actually call that is standing in the fire with somebody and our coaches are super good at it. I've trained them up on it. They've, they've become exceptional at it. But standing in the fire with somebody means that when their monkey mind comes up and tells them all the reasons why they shouldn't have a child or all the reasons why they aren't good enough or why they can't lose weight or they've tried all the programs out there before and nothing works for them or, um, you know, whatever, whatever the crazy inner toxic conversation is, we stand in the fire with them because we know that those are the moments that they have quit on themselves over and over and over again. And quite honestly, as you know, Devin, I would say like eight or nine, let's say nine out of 10 women on this planet just have never had the right support. Not They just haven't had the type of support that they need to reach their goals. And it's really easy to slip into your old story of I'm not good enough. <laughs> right. Or I can't handle it. Like, just literally taking it back to that conversation. It was like, as I said, there were five angels for me who came in and covered all the pieces. Yeah, that's Like great. my one girlfriend was talking about how, you know, there's such a need. And by the way, if you adopt a child on your own, like you'll know that you forever keep that child. She was like, if you, you know, get in another relationship with a guy and you may have a five-year relationship, but you'll be 51 and like his kids will still be his kids. Like you want to grab that child for yourself. And then with you, it was like, Oh, my business actually did better when I got my son. Yeah. And, And so it's like, as I said, I feel like all of the right things are said to me. And to that point, like I hadn't had, you know, the right people saying the right things at the right time. Like when I had really vocalized this 10 years ago, one of my friends was like, you're such a bleeding heart and things like that. And so like that stood in my way and I was, you know, it's, it's the same as those thoughts in our head. So I love that that's how you attack 
and really, ha- and I say attack and I mean like basically wrap people in love <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like show them that like, if it's in your heart that deeply, like, yes, go for it. Right. And, um, and the other thing with that is like every desire that we have in our heart is there for a reason. And every, every big idea that drops into our head, like, okay, this year I want to, I want to lose 30 pounds so I can, I can take my kids, um, camping and be able to climb up the mountain, not, not out of breath, or, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds so that I can go on that amazing, um, stand up paddleboard adventure that I've been saying that I want to do with my fiance or my husband or my my partner, just my partner. And so like any idea that comes into your head, it comes into your head because it's possible. And then if it, if it lands in your heart and there's a burning desire around it, then, um, I honestly believe that there's three solutions on this planet for everything. And so it's really shifting the focus from it's too hard or it's going to be overwhelming, or I don't know if I can do it. It's shifting the focus from there to, okay, so I might not be where I want to be yet, but what action can I take today to start putting me in the right direction? And then it's just baby steps, you know, step by step, step by step. And as long as you're staying in inspired action, I just honestly believe anybody can reach their goal, whether it's, you know, a physical health goal, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. I just, we get these desires. I say that our dreams are like lifelines, you know, they're lifelines to us living an inspired life. And you don't, you don't want to let those lifelines go. You want to hold on to those with all your might and, and stay hooked into them because there's a reason that they're there. I love it and completely agree with you. Can we for one second jump into what can you tell people? And I know I've actually been to craniosacral therapists. Cranio I have trouble saying it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I know. I don't know why I can't say it, but I've been. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about what that is? Because I love that, too. Yeah. So, um, so I had a private practice here in Southern California for, it was either eight to 10 years. Let's just say eight to 10. I'm I'm not, I don't know exactly how long, but, um, I was doing body work there. It's before I had my virtual global business. I was doing body work. I was doing some counseling, you know, some coaching. Um, I did cranial sacral work. And so cranial sacral is, um, it's trauma resolution work. And so it's very powerful to take out restrictions that have settled into the central nervous system. So, um, you know, and, and we all have some level of trauma because trauma is basically stress. So maybe stress is just driving in traffic for you, you know, every day and you're that angry driver, or maybe stress is maybe you went away and God bless you. You served our beautiful country in a war and you've got post-traumatic stress syndrome there and you've come back and you've been dealing with the, the stress of that um, the toll that that might've had on you, the experiences that you had. So those traumas can settle into your system and cause restrictions unless you get them resolved. And so, um, re- so what some restrictions can look like are insomnia, digestive issues, weight issues, um, geez, just so many depression, anxiety. And so cranial sacral therapy, what that does is it helps take the trauma out. Think of it like, a. um, Think of it like going to get your car, like an oil change. It basically, like I think of it, it takes the trauma out of the system and it kind of, it recalibrates you just like you would go get a, a checkup or an, an oil change, you know, like you want to keep your car in top shape, 
Well, if you have a lot of stress in your body, it's going to start to, it can definitely lead to disease. It's one of the leading factors. So I'm not an active practitioner at this time. I practiced for probably like a decade. Um, but if any, any of our friends on this show, if you have any type of uh, trauma that you haven't been able to get over or resolve or move through or breathe through, go look up a cranial sacral therapist and see if there's one in your local area. Um, it's just, it's a beautiful modality. I know for me, it took my level of healing and self-love to a whole new level. And it's just, it's just remarkable. It's amazing. So we only have about a minute until break, but very quickly, can you just give us, you know, it's, it's movement of the body and things like that. Like just so people are there, like, are there needles or are there, what is no, it? Yeah, no, so, it's hands right. on. It's very gentle. No needles. The practitioner, um, you, you usually lay on like a massage table. The practitioner will just have their hands on you very lightly. There's no massage. Usually they hold the base of your head, so it's the cranial, and then the base of your sac- your back, which is the sacrum, so cranial sacral, because those two places are mirroring each other. And they may go to another area in the body and just lightly hold you or touch you um, if they're drawn to that area. But it's no needles, no pressure, nothing like that. It's very, very gentle, but very effective. As I said, I had it done in Boston like a million years ago, but I just wanted people to know that because sometimes you hear these things and you're like, ooh, what is that? Is it scary? So it's actually really super peaceful. Uh, On that note, we're going to go to break. But when we come back, Carrie is going to share how she got over her eating issues. And then we'll expand on how you can too if you have them. And then we'll talk about her big business. So stay tuned. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Tune in to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. 
Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm with the very awesome and powerful Carrie Tepidino talking about weight loss, talking about big business, talking about being moms who made it happen on our own. Um, she is just a force to be reckoned with and has been helpful to so many people. She has a global business. So she actually had an eating disorder, like many of us, and uh, is basically going to tell us how, like, what that looked like. And then, Carrie, we would love to hear, like, how you came through it. Like, what was that turning point for you? Awesome. I am here to share and to serve. <laughs> so, um really briefly in a nutshell like and i th- and i think it's really great that we start here with you know where where did we start because it's really easy to see the people who are on the show or writing the books or speaking on stages and think oh well it probably wasn't that hard for them or they don't understand what i'm going through or i'm different than they are and the truth is like you devin you understand this too is um you know one of my darkest chapters was when i had my head in a toilet bowl <laughs> i would binge yeah. and purge and i was bulimic And, you know, I went through all these different stages of getting kind of crazy with my food. And, um, and the reason that really happened was because I didn't have the emotional mastery to deal with what was happening in my life, which was just a a lot of times it was just basic stress life, you know, the stresses of life. It wasn't even always that, um, huge or bad or, um, you know, it wasn't, it, it didn't need to be life shaking or life, uh, shattering, but I didn't have the skills to deal with it. And so what I did when I felt out of control, what I tried to do is I, I thought, oh, well, you know, I try to feel in control of something. So I thought, oh, well, it'll be easy for me to control what I eat. It'll be easy to con- for me to control my exercise or my weight. And so um, and so I put I got uber focused on that, but then it backfired and I totally went in the wrong direction with it and I became too uber focused on it. And, um, you know, for me, there was really a defining moment, Devin, and, and it was when I you know, it was before I had this company, I was working for a software company. um, And it's almost two decades ago. And I had a deadline at work, I was super stressed out. And I, I didn't know if I was going to hit my deadline. And I was was like, Oh, you know, I'm going to look bad. And my boss is going to be mad. And I'm driving home from work, and I'm stressed. And I'm on the freeway, and my hands are on the wheel. And I'm saying to myself, don't stop at the store, Carrie, don't stop at the store, don't stop at the store, because I didn't need groceries. But I knew that I was starting to create excuses for myself to stop at the store so I could buy comfort food. So I started to tell myself all these lies of why I need to stop at the store. Uh. Of course, I end up at the grocery store once I pull into my neighborhood. And I'm, I go into the store and I'm walking up and down the aisle, filling my cart up with all my normal comfort foods. And I'm saying to myself, this time it's going to be different. This time I'm not going to take everything home and eat it all at once. This time this this food's going to last me a week like it really should. This time I can have a normal portion like a normal person, right? Yeah. And uh, and then I, I get home, I unpack my bags, and as I'm unpacking my bags and putting stuff in the pantry, you know, I'm hungry by that point. So I unscrew the blue lid on the peanut butter jar, pull back the foil, I stick in my spoon, and I have a a spoonful. I'm just going to have one spoonful. Okay, I'm just going to have one more. And then, you know, I keep going, and I keep going, and keep going. And then as, like, my spoon hits the bottom of that jar, my heart breaks. Because once again, I've broken my commitment to myself. I've broken my trust in myself. And for me at that time, I was also bulimic. So I walked down the hall to the bathroom. 
I try to purge it out, which by the way, you never purge it all out. You can't. And, and as I'm lying on the cold white tile floor of my bathroom, I got terrified because I had a total wake up call. My heart was racing. And I knew in that moment, my electrolytes were, were imbalanced and I was starting to challenge my cardiovascular system. Mm. And I had a good girlfriend in, in college whose mom died of an eating disorder. Her organs failed. And so I was very clear what path I was, I was going down. And it was a terrifying moment for me. And I was broken on that bathroom floor. And I said, okay, I have to make a decision. Either I keep doing this and I'm, I am literally slowly killing myself at this point, or I got to pick myself off this floor and I got to, I got to, I got to fight for my life. And, uh, thank God I chose to fight for my life. And, 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 um, from that experience, you know, I, I started traveling the world. I started studying with monks. I studied with an Ayurvedic doctor in India. Like I pulled together what I found he- worked for me to heal. And through that experience, my business was born. And wow. we're super fired up now. You know, we've influenced over 100,000 people worldwide. Um, thousands of women had found freedom now because of this self-love um, approach to weight loss, which it's not about the weight. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, and it's just everything, you know, I just, at this point, as you know, Devin, like when you're on that bathroom floor, when you have that bathroom floor moment and you find your way out of it, all you want to do is give away what you learned so that, you know, you can help at least one other woman who's having a bathroom floor moment. It's funny that you say that because I think, you know, like so many Biggest Loser contestants who, you know, found success, like that's exactly what they went to do. And uh, ironically, the ones who did that are the ones who have stayed success, not in every case, but in many cases, like they were so passionate about it and so needed to share it. And yeah. it's funny because part of the reason that I, I always coach, like what, like at all times I'm coaching one person for free. And part of the reason I do that, in addition to the fact that I love giving back, is that I love hearing the messages again for myself. <laughs> like if I'm telling somebody else, you know, like that this works and that works and this works, it reminds me that this works and that works and this works. Because it's really easy, especially, you know, I'm sure you being a single mom too and running a business, like you also didn't have a maternity leave. And I talked a little bit about the fact that I haven't, you know, I really haven't worked out much at all. And part of it is I have this huge book launch. I'm having a huge party tomorrow night. And, you know, I literally like the night I got Jelly Bean, I got the um, final copy edit of the book. Um, Mm -hmm. that was about to go to print and I had like five days to read it, like as I'm up all night and whatever. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like I have real, I almost excuses, reasons, whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, I haven't packed on a ton of pounds and I'm not flipping out, so I'm okay with it, but it's definitely like, you know, I, I need to take control of that again in a, way that's um loving and supporting and I can do that now and I wouldn't have been able to do that before I would have gained 20 more pounds because I hadn't worked out before right and I love your vulnerability with that Devin like you know you're not trying to be perfect and you're being really honest and you're sharing your experiences and you're saying hey you know I slipped on my exercise um I know that I'm known for for being in the health industry I love your vulnerability because it makes you very real and it makes you I I think people appreciate it you know um and and it happens you know no matter where you are in your life you know it's and it's very easy to find excuses I mean 
life loves to give us distractions. And so whether it's a baby, whether it's being a single parent, whether it's a new relationship, whatever it is, you know, I broke my foot last year and, um, and that took me off my exercise routine. And then I was, I had fear. Actually, I had true fear getting back on my foot because it it just wasn't healing right. And so um, it was just recently I started running again. And, uh, and it was a commitment that I had to, I had to recommit to, and I had to get past the fear of what if I re-injure my foot? What if I break my foot again? And so, um, and I'm sharing all this because I, I really want our friends on this show to understand that, you know, you're going to, you're going to bump up against moments of fear when you're stretching yourself, when you're going for that next level of excellence in your life, whether that's losing weight, whether that is, um, you know, your next level of fitness, whether that is attracting more abundance, whether that's opening your heart to be in love again, even though you've been hurt, you know, you're, everything you want is just outside your comfort zone. So it's uncomfortable for you, Devin, to do the book launch, do stick to your routine and to be with jelly bean, but you get to do it, which I, you know, and I'm just sharing you as an example for all of our friends here, but, um, right. you, you got to choose to do it so that, um, so that you could also prove to yourself your resilience and your grit and your endurance, right? Right. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like the book launches over tomorrow and then I will totally be back on it because I really will, you know, as, as I said, for me, like I'm shocked that I'm okay. Like, as I said, I haven't gained weight and I haven't, um, it's not like I let myself go. It's not like I just completely went off everything. And I obviously, I mean, she's 16 pounds. I'm running up and down stairs with her all the time and stuff. So it's not like I'm sitting around like eating more and doing all of that. So I'm just content right now that like, you know, I'm not getting enough sleep as it is. And I'm up until two and, you know, um, praying that she doesn't wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> yes, um, I understand. So, I mean, I'm sure you get this. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things, like, I'm just happy that I'm okay. And I'm not, it's not sending me into a huge spiral. So mm-hmm. I'm not really worried because I know come Friday, like, I'm actually going to do a really long workout. And I'm actually going to, you know, I'll, I'll have help that I can go to the gym during the day. But it has been an adjustment, as I'm sure you know, as a single mom, like if I didn't work out during, if my days were crazy and I didn't work out during the day, I would just go to the gym at night. And then I realized during this jelly bean time, and I mean, I played tennis a lot at night. And so friends still want to play tennis with me, but I'm like, wait a second, if I work all day and then, and granted jelly bean is in my house, so I see her all day, but I'm not, you know, engaging. If I go play tennis, as soon as I finish work, she's asleep. And then I don't Mm -hmm. spend any time with her. So um, as I said, like I'm working through that, but I'm just happy that like, I, I'm, I'm trying to tell people that you can get to a place even in the depths of where you and I were with our eating disorders and things that mm-hmm. you're actually content and can, you know what I mean? Just kind of go, okay, it's okay. Like I'll, I'll get back on it when it really makes sense, which I, and I really will. So, right. And it's a season of, it's just another season of your life. One thing that I did when my son Grayson was, um, jelly beans age is I would strap him to me and we would go hike. I mean, we hiked every morning before I started work and, um, I I would hike from with him for like an hour or an hour and a half. I mean, it was beautiful. It was bonding. He loved it. He would fall asleep. We'd be looking at the ocean. It's a fresh ocean air. And it just became part of our routine. And, um, this was before I broke my foot and, um, (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and it was really beautiful. So 
You know, even now, like now I'm, I'm, I'm engaged. This is the first time I've parented with somebody, which is a whole nother thing for me to be, to learn <laughs> because I had so much control of everything before. And now there's another person involved. And, um, and even that, you know, with my fiance, his name's Gabriel, you know, the other night we sat down and we said, okay, so our life is busy. I'm an entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur. We travel, you know, I mean, there's a lot going on. And so we just said, you know, what is slipping through the cracks right now that's really important for us for our self-care? And we sat down and we um, we said what we really thought was important for Grayson. We want him in martial arts and swimming. So he started both of those again this week, lessons. Mm-hmm. And then for Gabriel, he wants to be running and he wants to be in the pool. And for me, I want to I really want to get um, consistent back on my yoga mat. And so we we talked it out and we negotiated and we found a way that um, we all get to have what we need to feel like we're taking care of ourselves and we have the time we need as a family and Grayson has the time he needs with me separately and with Gabriel separately and so it's like you know it's always a negotiation and the beautiful thing is is that life is organic and we get to we get to design it. We get to live life by design and not default. And that does take a certain a, a huge amount of commitment and a huge a, a huge amount of like mindset mastery. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it, but it's it's possible for everybody. So for our friends on this on this show with us right now, I just highly recommend that you stay super plugged into conversations like this all the time, and you surround yourself with people who are committed to living an, a life that is happy and healthy because the more you have that around you, the more natural it will be for you to do that too. Speaking of living a happy and healthy life and filling your desires, what was it that had you make the decision to actually pull the trigger and have Grayson on your own? Oh gosh. Um, so my dad, my, my stepdad who raised me since I was three. So he was really, my dad had gotten really sick and, um, and I was, I hit my forties and I had wanted to have a kid for so long and I hadn't met the right guy. I hadn't met the right guy. And then I realized I was, I realized I was dating to find a baby daddy, not to find a king. And as soon as I realized that I stopped dating, cause I was like, God, I'm being so unfair to these men. Like I'm, I'm not really present to them. And then my dad got sick and, um, and before he passed away, I just really wanted him to know, like, I'm going to go do this, you know? And I had this really powerful, um, talk with him that was really important to me. It was one of my, one of those talks that I needed to have this talk with him before he passed away. And, um, and I thought I was, I just, I always had a boy's name picked out Eddie after my grandpa. And so I talked to my dad, like, dad, I, I want to name the baby after you. And we, and, uh, so long story short, we came up with grace because grace was the first thing that attracted him to my mom. And then, um, my dad ended up passing away six months later. My first father's day without him, um, was horrible. And I went down to take him flowers at where he's laid to rest and, and watch the sunset with him. And I was just journaling and I was crying and I was like, screw fear. I can handle this. What am I waiting for? I can do this. You know, I just like come to Jesus moment for myself. And, um, and I had been told I would never get pregnant from the top fertility doctor in, in San Diego when I was 39, from somebody else when I was 35. And I just, it was, I, it was like a lights, like I turned on a light switch in my head and I was like, screw this. I'm doing this. 
and I went to a, I went to a fertility clinic. I went through all the things that they needed me to do, and I got pregnant three weeks later. Wow! And I love, great, yeah, great, I love that. I knew baby. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so funny how we get our miracle babies when we're intent about it. Yeah, I mean, I know I showed you a picture, but and I can't wait to be able to show everybody a picture. For those who don't know, when a child's in foster care, you're not allowed to have a picture of them public, um, mostly because in a lot of cases the parents are searching for that, or could be searching for them, or want them back. And God forbid they, you know, come across a picture and then they could kidnap the child. I mean, that's horrible, but that's really the long and short of why. Um, In my case, like nobody's looking for her, but still it's just not something I can do. But I can't wait till I can because I showed you, Carrie. Like I put a picture of the baby that I want on the vision board, on my vision board. And I really didn't think that I was even going to, I mean, my, my daughter's like mixed race, but she looks Caucasian. And, um, and so the baby that I like jelly bean looks like me yeah, um, she does. and she looks like the baby on my vision. Yes, board. She the does. Baby, it's dumbfounding. Like, it's yeah. like, how is this even possible? Especially in Los Angeles County where I was sure I was going to get a Latin child, um, which would have made me insanely happy that 55% of the kids are Latin right now. And, and so it just seemed like that's what it was going to, that's what was going to happen. And then all of a sudden I get this baby and like, as she's growing, the more she grows, the more she looks like me and the more people are sure she's mine. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. Grayson kind of looks like me. He's super fair though. So my Grace was a boy. So Grace became Grayson and named after my, my dad who passed away, Grayson Scott, born on my dad's birthday, born very late and hit my dad's birthday. Miracle. Um, but Grayson, uh, he has my features, but he is so white. His skin has like no pigment in it. (laughs) I'm so Italian. So it's super funny. (laughs) Well, on that note, so we have to go to break again. I know this conversation is going so quickly. Um, but can you quickly tell people how they can find you? And then when we're coming back with Carrie though, and when I just thought you might want to check during the break. And then when we come back, she's going to tell us how she got her booming business going. Awesome. So where did you find it? Yeah, go go over to my website. That's the easiest way. Go to Carrie. It's my first and last name, CarrieTepedino.com. So it's K-E-R-R-Y-T-E-P-E-D-I-N-O. And I'm sure um, .com. And I'm sure Devin has it somewhere around here on the page. She'll yes, post it. I awesome. do. So everybody check that out. Again, we're coming back with Carrie. And she's going to tell us how she turned all of this into her booming empire. Stay tuned. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. 
Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. I'm here with Carrie Tepidino, the awesome weight loss guru is what I'm going to call her, even though, I mean, that kind of, I don't know. She's just so rock star that she literally, I said in the beginning of this, like, she, we were on a chat <laughs> the first time we talked, and she literally was so inspiring that she helped me um, want to move forward with Jelly Bean. So she's just crazy inspiring. Um, if you want to check her out, go to Carrie, K-E-R-R-Y, Tepedino, T-E-P, E-D-I-N-O dot com. Um, but right now, she's going to tell us how she changed her eating disorder into a booming business that's like global now. Yeah, well, and I think um, I think it's really cool when, um, like we like we were mentioning earlier on the show, you know, when you when you've been in your darkest hour and then you're able to flip on the light and get out of it, and and, uh, and then you take that and you you turn it into service to others, you know, like for me. Yes, we have a very we have a very successful business. We're doing great. Um, you know, we're doing great. Influence over a hundred thousand people. The Global Health Summit is every June, which is a tele summit. Everybody here can join us for free. That's great. We would love to support you. Um, Devin was we highlighted Devin as a, an expert last year, and um, so so things are amazing. And with that being said. Um, and it's work. I mean, there's definitely the business side of this. And then you hear the transformations that happen for, you know, we work only with women at this point, but you hear the transformations that happen for them. Like, um, you know, one of my clients had been sent to a fat camp at 12 years old and her whole life she dealt with, I'm not good enough and I'm fat and I, I need to take off weight and I can't believe I just ate that. And what am I going to eat next? And tried all the big name, you know, weight loss programs out there that we won't mention here, um, but only had temporary success and found me at 57. And she's like, this is my last hope. Like if this doesn't work, I give up. And in 10 months, she lost 50 pounds without restricting, without dieting. She was shocked. She lost 50 pounds. She didn't know she had lost that much because she had put away her scale because she was saying, she would get on her scale and go, oh, my God, I can't believe I weigh that much. And she'd get upset. And so we just put away her scale. Like, okay, we're And none of us can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you get to that point where it's like you've done the mindset mastery work, the emotional mastery work, you've, you've changed your relationship to yourself, you've become an intuitive eater, you eat because you're physically hungry, not emotionally hungry, then when you get on that scale is simply as just to collect data. And, uh, and so this client at the end of the year, December 30th, she pulled out her scale to just collect data, just 
to see how she'd done for the year. And she was like, oh my God, when did I lose? She actually said, holy crap, when did I lose 50 pounds? And, uh, and the beautiful thing is she, she said to me, she said, I know I'll never see that again for the first time in my life. I'm not even worried about it, but what do I do with all this time and energy that I used to put towards? I'm fat. I can't believe I ate that. And, uh, so she had a beautiful new problem. Um, she's back <laughs> in the dating world. Oh she's my God. 60, back in the dating world. She's like having fun and adventure again. Her life opened up and the business has been so successful because we actually do get results and they're not those short-term results that as soon as you you stop eating shakes and bars, you put the weight back on. Like this is the real deal. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so funny that you said she had so much time to be honest. Like I make it a point not to have regrets in my life. And as much as I want to be like, God, I should have gotten jelly bean 10 years ago and stuff. The only one that I really hang on to when I go into that regret mindset is the amount of time I wasted weighing myself for the period between being 15 and 27. Like, I kid you not, I was on a scale like 20 plus times a day. And I'm sure you can, well, maybe you can't relate to that one, but I just, like, as if I was going to magically drop weight over an hour. But if you, like, you know, you take all your clothes off and you, like, get on the scale and, like, the number of times I did that and what I could have been doing to have fun in that time. And then also, I talk about this all the time, but I would go to dinner with girlfriends and I was so busy counting calories that like they would be laughing and I would have no idea what the conversation was because I was too busy like going, I can have a piece of bread. I can have a piece of bread. I can. And so fortunately, right. like over the past 20 years, like I, I don't do that anymore and I don't waste that time. But I just got a chuckle out of you saying, like, it's true. It takes a lot of energy to it's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> exhausting to be in that place. Yeah, it's exhausting to have diet mentality. It's uh, and and this is what I say, and um, and you can probably relate this to this too, Devin. I mean, it's not that hard for people to lose weight. I mean, it. it I know. I know that can be a crazy, crazy statement for a lot of people. And but there's some people probably ready to write you hate mail right now, even though I agree with you and bring it on. <laughs> I get it, but I mean, if they were to go. To all the crazy measures we did, they would lose the weight. That's what I'm saying. But, but then they would get down to their goal weight. And unless they've done the inner work, they would look in the mirror and still not be happy. So, you know, they say, Oh, well, okay. I hit my goal weight, but just five more or just one more size down, or I got to get in those skinny jeans or, you know, because it, it, it's not about the weight. The, the weight is often a symptom to something deeper going on. So the science of weight loss is incredibly important. Eating proper food that supports your constitution or your body type, food as medicine, beautiful, delicious food, moving your body so that you can release stress, get an endorphin hit, um, help your cardiovascular system. You know, all uh, supplementation if needed. Not everybody needs supplementation. Some people need help, more support. You know, maybe you have an autoimmune disorder or digestive issues or something else going on, adrenal issues. But the science of weight loss will only get you so far if you haven't done the inner work to marry it to the science, which is the mindset work, the emotional mastery work, the relationship to yourself. If you haven't done that, then even if you count your calories and lose the weight, 
life is going to happen. The car is going to break down. You're going to get hit with a big tax bill. Something's going to happen. And you're going to go back to the bag of cookies because you haven't done the inner work. But when you've done the inner work, like you said, um, like now a new mama, you're not sleeping, all, you know, you've d- but you've done the inner work. So it's not taking you out of your game. It's not taking you sideways in life because you, you have mind, you've done mindset work and emotional work. So you can get yourself back on track without beating yourself up. Right. So- and, and along these lines, like I actually went to Overeaters Anonymous after I lost my weight. <laughs> In fact, I lost too much. I mean, not really too much. Like I could have stayed at that size and like eaten nothing I ever enjoyed. Um, but I weighed about 10 pounds less than I do now. And, but I was miserable. Like I would literally try on all the clothes in my closet and decide that I was too fat to go to a party, like 10 pounds less than I right. am now. Right. Um, and now I have the confidence to be on TV and feel great. So it, it, you're right. It's really so much of it is headspace. Right. And that's what I mean. Like you can starve yourself and restrict your calories and you can do all that and lose weight. So it's not that, I mean, it's not fun and it's not the way you want to live, but you can do it. Like it's, there is a way to do that. It's not that hard to do that or over exercise, you know, and burn more calories than you consume that day. Like anybody can do that. Now that won't always lead to weight loss for some people. And if they have something deeper going on, like a hormone issue or something else going on, right. A thyroid issue or autoimmune. Yeah, 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 of course. Of course. So let's just put that disclaimer in, but but you weren't happy. And so you wouldn't have sustained it. I mean, you, and, and so the big message here for our friends on this show is that if you have been spending a lot of your time and your life um, beating yourself up, taking out whole food groups, having food fear, you know, all of that stuff, thinking you're not good enough, then this is, this is an invitation. Like this gets to be a defining moment for you to consider a different way, a different way of health and vibrant health and treating yourself well. And oh my gosh, isn't it a great cherry on top that, wow, like my client, wow, I love myself and I focus on that. And wow, I lost 50 pounds. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. So are you doing the Global Health Summit again this summer? We are. It's launching June 5th, I believe it is, or 4th, whatever that Monday is. And so um, a really great way, we have some of the best speakers on the planet for health and personal development. And we're going to open the doors to that mid uh May, mid-May, but go ahead and go to carrytepedino.com, get the free gift so that you can get on my email list. We give a ton of free recipes and content and everything every week, and that will, you'll be notified of the Global Health Summit, which is going to happen in, uh, in June. And we have anywhere, you know, oftentimes we have anywhere between, you know, we average about 10,000 subscribers, give or and take. And that's free also, right? It's free. Um, yeah, that's free. It. I, I was 99% sure it was, but yeah. So a lot of this stuff, like everybody, I seriously encourage you to check out. And I mean, of course, Carrie has paid programs as well. And I'd encourage you to do that if other things resonate, but definitely like the cool thing about her is she gives so much of her message and her teachings, um, because she truly, as I said, like on one call, <laughs> that wasn't even supposed to be a call about me in that way. She's like jumping in and changing lives. So, um, 
So yeah, check out the free stuff and see if it it works for you. Okay, we have three minutes left. I would love for you to quickly, and I know this is like a a two-hour conversation, but I would love for you to tell people like how you turned your stuff into a business in terms of like, what was the first step? What happened there? And again, I realize that's like two hours of content. Yeah, I know, I know. But if you could just give them like a, say somebody wanted to take something in their life that they felt super powerful about, like, what do you see as the first step? Okay. Um, what I see as the first step is, um, you got to let people know that you're there, (laughs) that you have something to share. And so even if you don't have an email list, like if you're just starting your business and you don't have an email list, start emailing your friends and family and not to persuade them to buy anything from you, but just give them value. Like if you're super excited about health or creating wealth or something, if you have a, if you have a gift in an area, then put together like a little weekly newsletter or make a really simple free blog and then email out to your friends and family and just say, Hey, I just did a blog post on how to, how to, um, how to hit six figures in 12 months. And I don't know if you're interested, but if you are, here's a link. Or if you know anybody else who might be interested, then, then, you know, it's great. You're just basically what you're doing right now is you're just creating a presence around a message that you want to spread. And as you give it away and just be of service, like as you give value and just be of service, people really appreciate that. And they're going to want to start to follow you and they're going to want to start to share your message. And then over time, after you've built trust up and you have something put together to offer, you can you can offer, you know, them to work with you. But first, first, people need to know that you're even there and they need to know what your gift is and how you can help them. I'm really glad you said that because I think so many people like think that they're going to do these online businesses, you know, like they heard, I I mean, even Mark Zuckerberg like started Facebook and boom, he's making a billion dollars and you and I both know that it's not that easy. Like it takes true passion and commitment to what you're working on and like tons and tons of work, which I know you do. Although I also know that you've, you know, like you have balance in your life and and I just find you to be so impressive on so many levels. And as I said, we, I, I feel like as a, we're in the same lane and a lot of times like women think that they should be competitive or they think whatever. And I just will always have such a special place in my heart for you for just jumping in and like encouraging me based on one little thing I said, um, yeah. because of your experience and sharing that with me. So thank you so much for being here today and for sharing with everyone. I truly hope people do visit your website and do, as I said, start with the free stuff. I'm not trying to sell you anything and nor is Carrie right now. And and if you do find what she's doing as valuable as so many people do, then yeah, go ahead and buy the programs. But right now, you know, as I said, just check it out if you're struggling um, or if you want to learn more for her. Um, One more time, Carrie, tell us how we find you. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So just go to my site, carrytepedino.com, my first and last name, K-E-R-R-Y-T-E-P-E-D-I-N-O.com. There's a free gift there. And we are um, we are launching our Perfect Health Mastery Women's Group right now. And so if anything resonated with you on this show, just, just reach out. You can reach out to support at carrytepedino.com or there's a calendar on my website. Book a call with myself or one of our coaches and let's just see if it's a good fit for you right now. It may be or it may not be, but 
Um, if you're ready, if you're ready to transform your health and your life, this is a great opportunity because the doors will be closing. Awesome. Thank you again, Carrie. You are so rock star. Um, I look forward to get connecting again with you personally. I look forward to hearing all the success you've had with people who I adore, who've been listening today. And um, I hope you have a great week and that everybody at home has a great week. And I will see you again next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Have It All. Be sure to join Devin Alexander for another great show next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until we talk again, have a fit and fun week.